Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Now it's recording. Hello. Welcome to Marissa Explains It All. It's me, Marissa, and this is Joyce. There we go. Um, we're in the house again. I just finished smoking some weed. Wow, it's like nothing has changed. Well, <laughs> I'm sitting in Marissa's jailhouse right now. <laughs> she has a jug of water. She her snacks like surrounding her on like the couch. a little fortress on, on the, the corner in my couch. Her Christmas tree still is not decorated. The thing is, shortly after you were here last week, where my tree stood undecorated, still. Um, I went home to New Jersey, so I didn't have time. And now since I've been back, I've been really tired and... Smoking weed all day. Smoking weed all day. <laughs> I actually... So I went, you know, I, I tweeted about this briefly. I went to a weed dinner last night and we signed NDAs. So I don't know how much like I'm allowed to dance around the subject if I'm even allowed to say what I just said. Probably that, not. I think so. Just or, a weed dinner? Yeah, that's very ambiguous, see. right? That could have been at my house. Yeah, that's true. You signed an NDA. <laughs> okay. So I will give no further details, but I will say that the food was amazing. They don't infuse the food. It's just that, like, all the tables, they pass out weed, and you can, like, smoke at the table, and they pair the strains of weed with the course, the meal, so that, like, it brings out the flavors That's and cool. shit like that. Yeah, it was fine. They do that with, like, wine tasting. Exactly. And they did that shit with weed. And so at my, and you have to check your phone at the door. And my table consisted of Vic Mensa and JoJo, the like the get out right I now. I feel like you can't mention this part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I know JoJo very well. Not like as a person, but I'm familiar with. Oh, her. I was like, are you guys pals? No, but she she does a lot of like R and B stuff too. Because I remember in high school, she like randomly jumped on my friend's song. Really? Yeah, because her manager got a hold of it or somehow and just like sent him. Were you in music. high school when she did the Chris Brown remix? The Marvin's Room remix? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I don't know. You never heard her Marvin's Room remix? No. It's Marvin's... No, Chris Brown's not the original. No, it's Drake. Drake. Yeah, so okay. I'm like really confused yeah. by everything you just sorry, said. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So did you hear her Drake remix then? No. No. That's like... That was my JoJo resurgence. That was 2011. Where were you in 2011? I was in high school, but not that <laughs> time. This was like in 2014. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 2011 was when she remixed... You said Drake? Drake's Marvin's Room. And everyone's like, oh my god, JoJo's the shit. And that was that was it. But I mean, I mostly know her from 05 when she did like the little Bow Wow song. Gotcha. I like that. I know her from like Aquamarine. But I mean, all around, <laughs> she's like a super duper talented singer and songwriter. And, and for she's an actress. Yeah, that too. That's how I know her. But for whatever reason, her, her episode of MTV Cribs pretty much stands out the most in my mind. From the whole series. Her episode of MTV, were you around for that era, MTV Cribs? I've watched 
like a bunch of them. Not the not one on Snapchat, right? Like the real one on television. The they like re- they like resurged on Snapchat like two no, years ago. Okay. Like the Mariah Carey MTV Cribs. That was okay. Did you see the Redman one? That is the most iconic yeah. episode of all time. He yeah. was like living in the hood still and just brought him to the hood. Like, yep, look at it. Um, that no, wait, they had this show for like regular people. You didn't have to be a celebrity because I remember watching it and like just seeing crazy fat cribs of like teens and shit. Well, that wasn't celebrity cribs though. Oh, we're talking about celebrity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, what else? Who else? Destiny's Ch- Beyonce. Did you see yes, Beyonce? I did and they see had her. like that cool genie room with all the fucking pillows and shit. Yes. Oh my god, I think about that way too often that I'd like to share. And there was somebody what else's. I've seen like really random ones. I remember seeing Little Wayne's crib and then like feeling like he's come so far because now you see like the pictures, like the Miami mansions and shit that he owns. And he started out in a humble little crib. My homegirl, I used to fuck with him back in the day, like back in the day before like Carter 3 happened, said that like he used to actually pick her up at the airport in his Escalade and that his crib was like the trap and they were just chilling it. And it just, I don't know, it humanized him so much because now like he, Little Wayne would never pick someone up at the airport. I, I could not have- drive a car yeah i was when i tell you when i saw him actually drive a car myself i was legitimately like floored like i i sincerely did not think little wayne could drive a car and this is not saying like all celebrities can't drive cars yeah. i just feel like little wayne no he has like a million handlers around him no, all that's the what time I'm saying. yeah and he's just so faded all the time too like i feel like he's just doing whatever he wants and like he doesn't want to and i just feel like he's like i just feel like I don't know. It's so weird because I we know more famous people that definitely drive their own cars. But for some reason, I just look at Lil Wayne as like so famous that doing normal shit just like doesn't make sense or something, which doesn't make sense that I think like that. But then I and then I also think of like how when she told me that I can't even fathom Wayne doing shit like that. But then you got to remember, like he probably lived a lot of life like that, like most of his life. He's only been this this famous for yeah, but he's also years. been like working kind of yeah. since he was really young so i don't know i mean i'm he's a strange person all around but yeah i forgot what the point of this story oh cribs but why i don't know but the word crib is so cute <laughs> <laughs> okay um but yeah i would like to recreate destiny's child's uh that Their pillow house. room, just that oh. pillow room. That shit was so cool. And I want to say that Christina Aguilera had a similar room as well. Or I may just be making that up because I said Jeannie earlier and now I'm thinking of Jeannie in a bottle and it's just all coming together. So one. where can we watch episodes of Celebrity MTV Cribs? I'm pretty sure YouTube has everything ever at any point in time. They have like full movies from the 90s that aren't available on streaming platforms yet. Huh. So... But since we're talking about recreating some shit, yes. perfect segue into my new favorite artist of, of the moment of should be all time potentially, Doja <laughs> Cat. And I'm really annoying because with my slight obsessive personality, every time I like something new, I fucking binge it like and talk about it incessantly to whoever will listen and whoever won't listen because I still talk about it anyway. And just like I'm doing with weed now, like OD smoking all the fucking time, I'm doja catting all day, every day. And I've been like nonstop listening to the album Hot Pink. It came out a couple weeks ago. Not, I want to say October. 
who no november 7th. 7th it was november 7th why do you know that because it says it on the, like i was like on spotify i think it says the release date okay the and i downloaded it recently nice Okay, I only know it because I have to put together the monthly album releases for Double XL, which is like my favorite thing to do for them because it's just a fucking list. And you know, I love lists mm-hmm. so fucking much. It's just, oh, it's so fun. Um, but yes, I know like everyone's random release date for no absolute reason. Uh, but yeah, she's like Nicki Minaj and Katy Perry had a baby and it is Doja Cat. And she has like Nicki bars and Nicki swag. And she has like that playfulness the playfulness and i and i and while nikki while nikki did too i add katie perry in it because i think katie was more as far as style goes not not songs and stuff but katie was more kitschy and poppy yeah and then that's kitschy is totally the right word yeah and that's the vibe that doja is i mean like definitely nikki did the crazy shit too specifically coming to mind right now is like that chicken fried chicken wing necklace that she did on like good morning america and shit like that but i think doja's is just more playful i think that was a good word and she you know fake fruit and all that shit that i love which is why i love her so much i loved moo when it came out last year that is who doja cat is if you guys are over and over again but also when i was in high school uh in like 2015 she had music that was out and i remember specifically because that summer i was listening to no summer from 2014 to 2015 i think and it was, is two different summers, so or, which summer would it be? Cause oh, summer for me, I'm thinking of school years. Yeah, I was going to say, because summer doesn't go <laughs> into both years. years. It's like, exactly new year. No, it was, a, it was from the school year, for, so the summer of 2014. Okay. Yeah, the summer of 2014. But I remember the, the big songs were Anderson Pack's, uh Drugs. Okay. Bunch of Ty Dolla Sign, and then a couple of like Doja Cat songs from like SoundCloud. I don't... I mean, I've definitely seen Doja Cat's name before. So when the Moo song came out, I was already like, "Oh, I've heard of her." She's so weird. I love it. That's what I like I her too. Off of that exactly. Shit. <laughs> you know, I do. And I like, I love how she fucking dresses, and I a hundred percent would wear a lot of this shit. More so, Katy Perry too, because it's like sexy too. Like that, it's really fire. But I would definitely dress like that all the time. But I cannot put together abstract things. Like I just cannot do it, which is why I just end up wearing Vans and like plain colored clothes all the time. Sometimes I find like a cool statement piece, but even then I can't make it like as cool as I dreamed it could be if I had someone that can like direct me. So now I want to recreate her juicy video because yeah, she literally just re-emulates fruits. Like she's a different sexy fruit and it's like <laughs> the coolest way to be sexy but still be like cute and nerdy. It's not overt. It doesn't feel like a Kim Kardashian kind of like nudity because it's so it's playful. playful. So um, I want to recreate. I don't know it's if like, I want to recreate or maybe just do like looks inspired, inspired. by. I do for sure 100% want to recreate the... um. The one I put on my Instagram story yesterday, or one the one that's like she's in the straw. It's the strawberry picture, so okay. the strawberry uh, stockings and the shorts and the overall thing or whatever. That one's cool. Everything else, I feel like we could even pick different fruits. Wait, I'm actually so excited. I for know, this. like I feel like we can make it super duper cool. And if I want to put a couple dollars into it to get like a couple wigs to go with every look, uh, too. if you're gonna put a couple dollars into it, I'll definitely help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the that's something thing I'm gonna is, do. Like trying to style something, and you're like. $10. Right. The, bu- the budget is absolutely nothing. And I'm like, Marissa. <laughs> We're at the mall, but like. <laughs> yeah, like I would love to just like 
give you my sizes and be like fucking create this in your mind create what a banana oh, so a sexy banana outfit I looks totally like have it in my mind. <laughs> really yeah i was thinking for the grapes to do like a green wig because it would be like, like the, the, the divines yeah. and my whole outfit's purple like that would be yeah. fire as fuck yeah yeah i don't know if i'm ever gonna do this but i'm definitely gonna keep no, planning no, no, no. It. i'm excited okay so. push me to do it because i always for the talk about shit and for then the never banana, do it you have to have like yellow latex yes because it's like rubbery. Yes. And then I should be like eating a banana in the picture too. Yeah. Like just go. Oh, it's going to be fun. Anyone have any cool ideas of how to turn me into a sexy fruit? <laughs> <laughs> I figure we could do, maybe we do orange too because she didn't do an orange. Orange? It's like, or you could, you could be a cutie. What the fuck is a cutie? Are you fucking kidding me? Is it a kiwi? It's a tangelo. You're or a mandarin. I think it's a mandarin. Okay, so like a little orange. It's really easy to peel though, and like they're made for like little kids and old people, and they're called cuties. Okay, so how does that pertain to dressing like one? Like, okay, you would you like peel me? Okay, yeah. that was very helpful. I mean, it's but sexier than orange. I, like, I mean, it's at the end of the day, I'm not literally dressing in a costume as an orange, so yeah, I know. But it's they're both probably oranges. Okay, well, whatever makes you happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is kind of turned to slush, guys. I do apologize, but I've had the busiest day at work today that I'm kind of just powered off. So all sorts of random things are coming out of my mouth, and I don't really can't control it. Bye. Uh. I cannot relate because I sat on my couch all day long. No, like I sometimes just, you know, I have to be so nice at work every single day and smile and say hi to people. And I, I that's fine. Don't get me wrong. But it's like when I get off of work, it's not that I turn into a super bitch or like an asshole or anything, but I just get so silly because I'm like brain off. Ha! You know? I don't know. But... I've worked with this guy who's so serious, Marissa. He sits next to me all day and is just so focused and is just so like, <clears throat> and like, I have to sit next to him. So I'm very serious as well. And then like once every three weeks, he'll be out of the office and I'll just be sitting at my desk laughing by myself because I need to release it all. Like, you are a strange <laughs> bird. I understand, and then I also don't. Like, then I'll start, like, telling myself jokes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe This leads crazy. me to my next question, because we're talking about your job. Do you still get a discount on your old job? Like, if I wanted to go get a facial, would I get friends and family still, if you I call them? I can ask. I can ask. Yeah, it makes me sad that you're not there, because there's, like, so many little things I want now. You know what makes me sad? That I'm not getting paid what I was getting paid there. <laughs> so why the fuck did you leave? Uh, because it's like, why the fuck would I work there? I don't know. It, like, wasn't really doing anything. Do you think you, you, what your job is now is doing something? Uh, at least I know that I can be in, like, a management position while also going to school. Like, it balances out. Okay. I feel like it's, like, a... It's Are you going doing, to school? I'm starting school in January. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, Joyce. That You just, like, slipped that in there. Like, it was just cash. What do you, tell me everything. No, I'm, so I, I'm just finishing up a couple classes at LACC, which mm -hmm. is Los Angeles Community College, and then Could have figured that. I am going to transfer somewhere online. I'm not sure where. Phoenix. No, I'm I joking. Do, like, I don't even know what they do. Like probably, I I want to start taking extension classes too. I think we talked about that on an earlier podcast. I They're have no idea what that is. So crash courses that you can take. Oh to yeah. Develop like a skill. A or skill something, which I would love to take as well. Which is so cool. So uh, they have those through like UCLA and stuff. But I and they count as credits if you wanted to get your degree. Like I want to oh. get my degree, but very slowly because I just don't want that pressure and. 
I got so used to making money, I could not imagine going back to school and just like being, being in broke. school and being yeah. so broke. Like, not for me. Um, I ran through like ten thousand dollars in savings my senior year of college because how did you save ten thousand dollars by your senior year of college? Because congratulations! Thank you. First of all, I'm an animal and I'm you really very are, good with though. money. And second of all, I had an amazing college internship the, every summer. So three summer, uh, yeah, that was after after three summers. I had ten thousand saved because the first summer. It was $12 an hour full-time for, you know, Dude, $12 May. an hour and you saved $10,000. Well, no, that was the first oh, summer. Okay. Second summer was 14 And then the third summer was $18 an hour. And this is a college kid who lives at home, who has a car that her mom bought her, or gave to her, rather, whose dad pays a cell phone or somebody paid it. So you it didn't me. have no rent. I literally had zero bills, and I'm making $18 an hour on a 40-hour-a-week job from May to the end of August. So I racked up 10. And then my senior year, because I had bullshitted my ass off my sophomore year, like literally, I think I took six credits the first semester and like nine the second semester because I just kept dropping everything and chase after a boy. So by the time my senior year came around, I was so many credits behind that I was going to graduate like a year later or some shit that I didn't want to do. So I fucking loaded up my classes to 19 credits the first semester, oh, 18 credits the second. And then I did 12 credits the first three weeks of summer to just graduate, like, yeah. sort of close. But anywho, because of that, I couldn't fucking work. And I had an internship at MTV my my uh, fall semester of my senior year. And um, that's a commute from, New from, like, this area, basically, if you're, like, commuting downtown L.A., maybe even further than that, on public transportation. So, basically... And I wasn't getting a stipend. I was getting nothing, just college credit. So I had to get my ass into the Dude. city three days a week, pay for lunch in the city three days a week, and basically my entire cost of life. And so in a year, I fucking ran through that shit. And I was commuting from my house to my college, which was a 30-minute drive each way. So that was wasting mad gas and all that shit. Cat, I'm going to sell you to the Chinese food store. That is so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this cat, by the way, guys, is so cute. It's Mike's cat. Her name is Chi Chi, and I didn't really annoying. even know she existed until right now. I've really? heard of, I've heard her, but I've never seen her. I I've been putting her on my story all day because I am home all day with a cat, and there's nothing else to do but post cat pictures on my Instagram. And Marissa story. has turned into the crazy, cat <laughs> the crazy single cat lady. I'm just gonna start bringing cats and dropping them off here. Oh my god! And then I'm gonna take this one because she's cute. Please don't. I don't like cats. Not a fan. Me neither. Um, They're terrifying. And not for nothing, but I've had like a full social life for like the last four days in a row. So. I, I was going to re like remark on that just because you've been doing way more than I've been doing. <laughs> I know. I very, feel so boring. I'm very proud of myself. I've been going out like fairly often. You are also like I kind of want to hang out with you, but I also feel like you're never here. And then when I feel like you are here, I'm like, oh, she probably just wants to relax. Yeah. But then she's like out. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so smoking joints with Vic Mensa. <laughs> um, yeah, I went home this past weekend. I went to see Jagged Little Pill on Broadway. So Jagged Little Pill had to come out. You might were you even born yet? Were you even born yet? Marissa looks terrified. Oh <laughs> my god. What year did okay, hold on, hold on, let me read let me what ask you. Hold on. Hey Siri, what year did Alanis Morissette Jagged Little Pill come out? 
July 13th, 1995. Nope. Oh my god! That was the first album I ever purchased, and Joyce was not even a sperm yet. Wow. Not even close. Wow. Yes, I was in eighth grade. I mean, eighth grade. Hot two years later. I was in third grade. <laughs> That's so disgusting. I was in the third grade, and I, I, um, I wanted it, and it was in the boardwalk in those games you could play and you could win shit. So, like, basically, we paid $1,000 for that CD because it was way more than the cost of if I would have just bought the shit in the store. But it wasn't my money. It was dad's. And if you ever listen to Jagged Little Pill, the content is very, very adult. Is it mature? Very mature. <laughs> and it had all the lyrics in the fr- in the jacket. And so my parents' way of censoring it was just taking the, the lyrics. But, but you could hear I could still listen to them. And when me and my mom went to the play this weekend and they're saying the songs, my mom was like, I let you this fucking... Is what you were listening No, to? she knew what I... She's like, I let you fucking listen to this shit. I was like, well, you uh, you took the lyrics book, Ma. You really did some stellar parenting there. That's probably why I'm a fucking weird pervert person now. Because I listen to horrible Alanis Morissette talking about going down on you in a theater. See, the thing is, I think we all are, like, low-key exposed to shit like this yeah, one yeah. way or another. And, like, we all find, like, something. No, by fourth grade, I found porn, so. I did, too. There was no way they could have, because I used to watch it on Channel 78, which was the Spice Channel. We didn't have it, but that was, like, back in the day of the cable, like, it would be a scrambled screen, and sometimes the scrambles would, like, pause, and you could see a titty in between, like, scrambles and shit, so I used to watch. For me, that was, like, bad girl. Really? Did you see titties? Yeah, sometimes. But were they fucking? They were doing shit. No, I mean like they were like. What were they doing? Spice Channel was like Play Playboy. It was literally, and then that was the other thing. The Playboy Channel was um, damn. I don't. You never knew. Did you know what the box was? Mm -hmm. Wow, this is like a history lesson. So the box, Young (laughs) Joyce, was way back in way back in our day. There, it was Channel ninety six in New Jersey in New York. I don't know where it was anyone else, what it was anything else, but it was a music video channel. All it played was music videos, but you can call in, and it was it cost like eighty five cents or some shit like that, or a dollar or a dollar five. I don't remember, but you could call in, and you got to every every um song had a number, and you can like pick it, and then it would play next. And when you call in on the TV in the bottom right corner, it would say like caller, and it would show you like what you're voting for and shit, and it would go in a queue because everyone else would be picking theirs too or whatever. And then the the charge would show up on your phone bill and your parents would murder you later that month. How much was it? I don't remember. I, know, I mean, it wasn't like expensive, expensive, but it was... This is also coming from the girl that apparently was taking calls from jail and didn't know you had to <laughs> yeah. Well, that was years later. So yeah, so the box was... Um, all day and then at 10 p.m. the box went off and Playboy TV started but if you didn't have if you weren't subscribed to Playboy it would just become scramble television again so it would it would always be exciting at 10 o'clock like 9 59 to just watch and all of a sudden like your TV goes scrambled and then you might see a titty again or whatever so I used to always look for those and then (laughs) (laughs) I think I got a computer I got a laptop in eighth grade I want to say and yeah, it was eighth grade. And so then I remember just like going to all the little porn websites, but it was way less accessible. Like now you could just go to Pornhub and watch anything. Like literally the craziest. It's so crazy. Shit. Like kids know. these days have it so easy. We had to, we only got like 30 second preview clips or you had to subscribe. So I would just watch 30 second previews like all day long until I could like, you know, get to where I needed to be. Yeah. It was uh, the wild, wild west on the internet back in the day. Dude. 
okay, the thing is, is that I know for a fact people, like, 200 years ago were not opening their assholes wide so someone else can pee in them. Like, there's, like, the weirdest shit that I've ever <laughs> like, that I know for a fact, like, would not be possible without the internet, or, like, would not be possible without porn. I mean, I don't is. know, because I feel like animals do, like, weird shit, and... No, but some of the shit is, like, fucking, like making people drink cum like i don't think people were like like in a cup yeah oh or like out of people's body parts i'm there anything that you can think of as that a thing sounds now? fun oh my god <laughs> that is called cleaning up a cream pie wow nice <laughs> <laughs> and i like to watch those kind of videos on pornhub and we were talking about fetishes earlier before we started the oh, episode yeah. and joyce was telling me that her friend is like super into that lifestyle he definitely is he is always telling me about a different sex story and i don't have anything interesting to share back to him frankly (laughs) but um no he he's like he he's 22 Mm -hmm. he's he's small he's like on the small side but he's really hot like in the face if to give you guys a visual okay when i say he's small i mean he's like five five Oh, okay. So he's like a tiny boy. Uh-huh. And um, he, he'll he tell me, like, I hooked up with, like, a 48-year-old woman. Why are you whispering? Week. I don't know, because I feel like that's how he talks. Okay. Um, or he does, he throws, like, sex parties. Really? I've always wanted to go to one, but I'm way too shy, and I never will, but I'll always talk about it. And, like, have orgies with people. And his big thing is, like arranging threesomes i swear he's like a threesome broker like oh, really like, oh you're looking for someone to have a threesome with well i know this person and i then i'm like how how sir wow he's probably involved there's like whole kink lifestyles and i think i've talked about it before there's like fetish websites and shit that you can sign up for well oh that's what i talked about threesome websites remember i talked about it last year like threesome app Kind of. And that I would just, like, entertain people and message them. I mean, like, respond back to their messages until, like, I'm not horny anymore. And then I just disappear. (laughs) (laughs) I told them I'm just getting blocked. And that's what I do now, too. Like, on, like, those websites and shit, like, I'll just message with someone and let them say anything. And then whenever I'm done, I block them. And I always make them think I'm going to meet up with them. And, of course, I'm never going to. So then they all block me and... Joyce says I'm gonna get kicked off the website, and I probably will one day. But it's should just make a new email. It's fun. It's just it's like virtual reality porn, but it's like real reality because it's like you're a real talking person to them. That you're yeah, to. exactly. It's just a it's like a different remix on like watching porn. Yeah. It just feels more, you know. In in 2019, everything needs to be more tangible, or our society has bred a society that we want everything to be more tangible. So it's more fun to be able to like talk to someone. That's true. Yeah. And like, yeah. But then they all fuck me because they'd be like, send me a picture of your face and your body and you're this. And I'm like, no, let's just fucking talk. and Use your imagination. Exactly. That's all I want to do. They try to take it extra and. Be creative. Exactly. So. What do you think I look like? <laughs> the guy that, that your friend, does he like say what he, what his thing is? Is he like a dominant guy? Is he a, like a. Um, their words are i feel like he's both i don't know he's really into like tantric sex too which is really just he can have orgasms with his mind or like i don't really understand but he was talking about how sometimes he just holds his nut so that he can like use his brain to nut later like he'll just like imagine and just bust I don't know. <laughs> it's real, you guys. I might totally be making all of this shit up. 
No, that sounds right. I mean, I guess... That, He'll, like, hold it in on... Per- and I'm like, dude, you gotta be, like, some sort of sociopath to not want a fucking nut when you're having like, your dick inside of a live woman. Like, what? <laughs> I understand the concept, but I don't understand why he would want to do it. Because apparently the nut that he has on his own is, like, astronomically better. I'm not sure. Well, now I want to try that. I gotta Google it. I feel it. like for women, it's, like, it happens. Yeah. But for men to just do that, it's kind of strange. Just to keep on holding your nut, like, after multiple sex incidences. I guess. I don't know, but I would like to tell everyone that I got head while I was smoking a joint over the weekend, and um, felt like a peak boss moment, you know? Do you want another punch in your stoner card? <laughs> I do. I feel like because I feel like all the all like the the rapper men do that or talk yeah. about it in songs. Like she to like she sucks my dick while I'm smoking a blunt. I feel like Little Wayne has physically said that on a song for sure. So now I get to join an elite crew, and it happened by accident because I was really just smoking and talking, <laughs> <laughs> and then she got lit, and I was like, "Oh, what's up?" And it was just really, it was a really special moment—not really special at all. But thank you, thank you for helping me with that. That was a really great. That was a great. Um, oh my god, I read in my notes super random. Well, I after we saw Jack a little pill, which by the way I recommend to everyone. Um, I it's a very liberal play, very interesting. Basically, they use her song. Uh, what I love about it is the writing. They found a way. They did the whole album, every song on the album, but they made a whole play around it. Basically, like using the content of the songs that she talked about and found a way, like to make one full story with all those different songs and then as they're talking like they create moments in the play that are perfect for that song and then they break into the song and so they did that through the whole play so it was really fire to like basically write into the song and then do the song and write out of it write into a new scenario and they're not in order though right no not at all that's like impossible yeah that would be yeah yeah yeah. so but it was really it just reminded me of like that's like a project you would get in like an English class like make a whole story out of this entire album and lyrics and shit like that and so they did that and they did it really well and they tackled a lot of really interesting subjects and it's you know the white picket fence family when really there's everything wrong with them on the inside and from the outside they just look great and the mom's addicted to opioids and is that how you say opioids and the dad's like trying to get the mom back to being a good mom and all the mom cares about his image and the son gets into harvard but he doesn't really want to go and then he witnesses a rape and doesn't say anything and then he's the only yeah he's the only person that can like really vouch for the girl because she's saying i got raped and everyone's like no you didn't that guy is like the the star athlete the whatever like no one believes you little whore and so he wants to go to the police to be able to defend the girl and the mom's like you're not fucking going to the police and ruining your future so it's a whole play about choices and being different and they also have um they adopted a young black girl when she was a kid so in the show she's older and she's like rebelling against them and it's really cool it just fucking deals with so many different themes and at the end it really just is about like accepting your children for who they want to be and all different things like that and it was just very interesting to watch it with my mom I was gonna too. say what did your mom think about that um she didn't like touch on any of the deep subjects but for me it just felt really interesting too because on the way there um I had just been like really realizing how me and my mom are literally the exact same person like and we both are the exact same person as my grandmother and now I kind of realized why my grandma and I were so close but like 
not as far as personality like i'm loud and silly like my father and i'm selfish like my father but my mom it's it's more like a i don't know if the word is personality but just like the way that like carry yeah like the, like i don't like when i don't care about some shit and like you make fun you laugh or like yeah. how i just don't care and i literally just stop tuning in like oh marissa <laughs> i don't even know like you she, people don't exist anymore <laughs> she can like see right through them yo last night at dinner but it's like a true boredom it's not to be like yeah i don't i literally like don't i literally just stop caring and like, like i can't a video tune. game or something the person just like evaporates <laughs> literally like last night um, when we were Vic, he had come with like this really cool girl, whatever she, and so me and her, and we were like sitting next to someone else too. And the girl was like kicking me under the table. Like you, and she like whispered, she's like, you look so disinterested. Like, please. Cause the guy next to me was like telling me his life story. She was like, try, try, try harder. You're doing so bad. And I'm like, Oh my God. And like, I really kept trying and I couldn't, I just faded and I didn't even have my cell phone. Cause like we couldn't have our phones. Like I literally oh my God, just, I, don't even know. <laughs> I faded to black on him just. I just sat there and just didn't just didn't acknowledge, but so that I realized I get from my fucking mom. Marissa's cold shoulder is that. <laughs> it's so bad. Like if I don't care, I just cannot make myself care. But like I realized I get that from my mom. I realized too, like my mom. I think all of us. So like my grandmother, my grandfather, he had like tattoos and shit on him. So I feel like my grandma kind of rebelled in that sense of like marrying like the tatted up guy or whatever. Okay. And but still stayed somewhat conforming like, you know, married young, got the house, did the kids, did all that shit or whatever. Then she has my mom and my mom ultimately follows the like do what you're supposed to do path too. Like she always had a man. She married young. She got the crib, had us, whatever. But I think my mom always kind of too was like a little rebellious and okay. just did what was like safe because she was supposed to but tried not to so like before she met my dad my mom like made out with Mick Jagger on stage Whoa, she damn. dated yeah like she dated like rock stars and shit like that what? and she was like this crazy hippie child that my father used to always say he saved he saved oh, so I feel like my mom and I were the same person too just like these like free-spirited people that like you know and then she met my father and like settled down How because I think when they got married not super young. They were probably like 25, I think, or whatever. Yeah. So, but like, you know, I think she did what she thought she was supposed to do. And I'm sure that my grandmother was pushing her to do. But at the end of the day, my mom still was kind of like, oh, she's always been like, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. And like, cheated on my dad. Also, though, to be noted, my dad was like shitty as hell and like just narcissistic and crazy. So I understand that now. But back then, I didn't really get it. Cheated on my dad got him back like she took him back again he took him back <laughs> had my brother cheated on my dad again they got oh, divorced damn. she dated the guy that she cheated on him with then like they broke up she had a new man right away then they broke up she had a new man then she married ray and like you know she like stayed with a man but like all that to say was like when she was ready to be over it she was over it and like I guess she didn't really know how to leave the relationship properly with my father and kind right. of just, like, did that. Like, I really don't blame my mom. And These are some great insights. I feel like at one point you must have blamed her. Yeah, I absolutely blamed her. 100% blamed her. But as I became an adult and kind of learned that, one, my father is, like, obnoxious as hell. But, two, just, like, I mean, really, just one. Like, <laughs> But, like, also getting to know my mom. My mom is, like, the most loyal, nicest person. Like, it wasn't, like, she's, like, this crazy 
harlot that's like out here fucking like yeah. you know when she's in a relationship she's in a relationship so like i understand the the probably circumstances had to be extreme both times with yeah. my father to like step out like that instead of just fucking breaking up because she tried to after the first one and she said he like convinced her to come like back to him or whatever um but so in that in learning and like also my mom is super petty and i get it from her and my grandmother the silent treatment like when we don't fuck with you we just uh, yeah. don't talk to you and so like you know, the whole period of, like, when I always said, like, I was so angry at my mom, and we, had we like, beefed, and she was, like, so mean to me and all type of shit, but I think because we're the same person, like, it literally doesn't matter who you are. If you're not nice to us or, like, treat us in a way we don't like, like, we just naturally are just not nice to you because... It- I don't think it's being nice. I just feel like it might... I mean, yes, being, if someone's not nice to you, like, you're not Unwelcoming probably going to, uh-huh. yeah, you're not going to be, like, the nicest back, but I also feel like it, sometimes you just get ba- a bad vibe from somebody, and you're like, I don't fucking Well, right, so I think we got that with each other, though, yeah. because my father, once they're divorcing, when I'm in sixth grade, and I'm already going through, like, young person changes, is literally telling sixth grade me, like, your mom cheated on me, and that's the guy she cheated with that she's dating now, and I'm paying child support, are you getting any of those dollars? Like, just filling my head with wild shit making me be mean to her and so in turn she's like well fuck this bitch i'm gonna be you know it just yeah. literally like and so i was mad for all those years but to realize now like i'd probably do the same thing to people i do the same thing yeah. to people I, like i can't relate on a kid's level because i never had one and i'm working so hard now to break that so i don't do this shit with my kid or whatever but i totally get it now like and so that that made me not angry at all i'm like i you are me and i am you and that is why but we have not gotten along to her about that I did in the car oh ride, God. yeah. Because I feel like that, to me, like, I can have, like, certain revelations. Relations, but it's awkward. I didn't really actually plan on saying anything to my mom. I had that revelation, like, weirdly enough, like, driving behind her because we were, I had to uh, pick her up from somewhere. And we were um, dropping her car off. So when she got in the car, I had planned to keep that to myself because also, like... I just didn't want her to burst any of my bubbles of like it. Hel- it's helping me heal, and I didn't want her to be like, "Well, actually, no, that's not what I thought at all." Yeah. And then also, if she, you know, I'm doing the work. I'm in therapy. I'm. I mean, smoking really has like opened my mind. But if she hasn't, she may not even see it like that. Yeah. So even if it really is that, if she doesn't see it, she's gonna like negate what I'm saying anyway. Do you feel like I feel like for me to be able to talk to my mom about stuff, I'd be kind of like embarrassed. Yeah, no, I absolutely would too. Like I don't know why. Like no, I hundred percent. Agree. Is the right word, no, it is. It's, like, it's awkward. It's, it's awkward because you're just like, because I, I'm gonna be real. I'm such a bitch to my mom sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to be like, mom. I know why I was being a bitch to you. Yeah. Like, that's so awkward. Yeah, I absolutely, completely understand what you're saying. And same thing. And I don't know. It just, I think I just caught like a random like mood swing of a really great mood for okay. one second, and I was like, mom, you know what's so crazy? I realized we're exactly the same person. And it, but like. Me and you too, I think we don't like to have super serious conversations. Yeah. So that we get like awkward and antsy yeah. and then we make a joke and yeah. like get out of the conversation. So, um, but my mom too is not, like she's just a very like kind of a little cold a little bit. Like we don't need to be, but so I brought it up and actually like she teared up and she was like, and we're exactly like my, my mother too. Like oh, we are very similar and blah, blah, blah. And I told her and I was like, I think that's why you do support what I do. But at the same time, I think she still does have all that old school mentality that my grandma probably pushed on her too. So that's why she never really like fully fucked with anything I was doing because she didn't understand it. And that's the other thing too. When I don't understand some shit, I just don't care about it. So I'd always be offended. Like, mom, I met Mariah Carey. And she'd be like, and? And I would be so upset that she's not supportive. But once again, coming back to 
who I am. Like, I do the same shit. If I don't get it, I'm always like, okay, cool. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, people will be doing crazy shit in music, and you're like, eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. And, like, you know, I'm trying to be better at that, too, and be more supportive. I mean, I think for my friends, though, even if I don't get it, I'm very – I'm a supportive-ass friend. But if I don't really, like – Yeah, you don't delve into asking ex- all the details. Exactly. So I, I just definitely think that my mom is, like, completely – that person and so it was also interesting to see the play with her right after we had that conversation and I was really praying that she didn't make it awkward and like want to talk about it again because then it would have been like I would have scrummed in my seat like and even during the play I cried and I kept like turning my and mind you I don't care if anyone sees me cry I'm like an emotional person but I just didn't want her to bring it up as a talking point later like Marissa was like how did that make you feel I don't want any of those conversations so I literally kept pretending that my eyelashes were bothering me the entire uh play and I just kept like blotting my eyeballs (laughs) and like looking up at the ceiling pretending because it was um you know it's like on Broadway the theaters they all have like really nice architecture and like on the ceilings there's paintings so when I was really about to cry and all the tears welled up, I would like pretend I'm looking at the ceiling so that all the tears would go back in my face. <laughs> but all of that, I don't even know what the the main point of that was. But yeah, I am just like my mother. And it was a very, very, very nice revelation to have. And then also interesting too, because seeing my mom do what my father, who like would scream, right? Like he would get mad. And that's why I said like, I couldn't fuck with Penny anymore um, among a thousand other reasons. But this motherfucker would like, he would scream. And I'm like, you, you're not talking to me like that at any point in your life. Like, that's not how this is going to work. And I think I was even more particularly keen on that because that is how my father would be. And he'd be like the greatest, happiest person. And then he would just like spaz out. So to also see my mom, that is like a weird thing because I always looked at my mom as such a strong. Yeah. And I've always looked at her as, like, a strong-ass person. And, like, I never looked at her as less than for putting up with him screaming, though. I feel like now I would look at someone else, like, oh, you let your man yeah. scream on you? Like, yeah. fuck out of here. And I, I just never would look at her like that. But it's interesting that I wouldn't even put up with it for a second. But I watched her put up with it for, like... Because I literally broke up with him the first time he screamed at me. And then that's what the Costa Rica trip was. Because we already had that shit. This is, you know, I, I didn't want to talk about it with all you guys, but fuck it. Um... Because everyone keeps asking me still. So yeah, he had screamed on me one day and I'm like, this is not how this is going to ever go down. This is done. And it was a week before we had a scheduled vacation. And I'm like, fuck, I want to go on this vacation. I really wanted to get some nice head on a fucking island and I'm pissed. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, so then, uh, you know, he was trying to talk, trying to talk. So I'm like, fuck it, we'll go on this trip. Let's not talk before the trip. We'll talk after the trip. We'll have a nice trip. And maybe we can, like, I can figure out, because I didn't even want to try anymore with him. I was like, maybe it'll make me want to try and you'll be willing to whatever. And then the trip went super downhill and that was a dub. So, yeah, interesting enough to me that I was not willing at all to, I I guess that's how that's supposed to go, though. Every generation, like, is supposed to get better. Patch things up a little bit here and there. Yeah, that's true. And then now, like, I, you know, I always see those memes and the conversations, like, breaking generational curses and shit like that. Chris always says it's changing the direction that the river flows in your family. Wow. Or, like, that's, or at least he's said, which, by the way, we need to get Chris on the show. Yeah, we do. I'm waiting for the fucking studio to be ready so we can get guests. Total disclaimer, guys. The, like, we've been in a really weird, like, awkward place the past, like, the four months, 
Yeah, a month and I mean, because like we say, you know, Dash is under renovation, so we're doing at the crib, and it is just not as inspiring at all to do yeah, it like we this. We are literally <laughs> sitting on the couch with our socks on. Marissa <laughs> like is in her pajamas snack fortress, <laughs> her jailhouse snack fortress. Yes, but yeah, no, we totally need to have Chris on the show again. Um, but he that's what he told, tells me. He's like, oh, like when I I love the way that he paints pictures. Mm-hmm. For me to like understand things, he uses a lot of like metaphors and stuff, mm-hmm. and it just makes me like see things more clearly. But he's always like, I just imagine you as like a little fish, like swimming up upstream. Okay, and, I'm, like, and he's like, and I feel like you're like fighting so hard, and you're just like swimming like upstream so hard, but like you just have to realize that one day, like you are going to, like, change the direction that the river flows in your family. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm working to do. I think that's what we're all trying to do. Or we should be. Or, you know. We should be. And I think that, you know, everyone... I've seen people, a lot of people complaining lately, like, oh, everyone mentions childhood trauma as the response to everyone being shitty and doing this and doing that. And yes... Society does have a way of fucking commercializing everything, including mental health. But at the same time, it's also equally beneficial that all these conversations are consistently being had. Because, yes, sometimes they are slapping a childhood trauma label on just anything. But oftentimes there really is shit that you need to be looking at. So, like... You know, even though, like I said, they are kind of over, overly commercializing this whole mental health conversation and now it's being used as like promotional tools, or, exactly, yeah. or a cop out or a whole fucking album rollout plan surrounded by mental health. But at the end of the day, it also is shining a lot of light on this subject that actually is really important for people. And I will preach fucking um, therapy until the cows come home. And I don't, you know, you don't need to constantly be in therapy. I, I feel like you could do it in spurts if you feel like you're just in a low point and you want you know mm-hmm. talk and because now there are a lot of tools available as well a lot of reading that you can do that you can work on yourself in your own time if you don't necessarily have that budget and or like even I think just in general anybody who has self-awareness and how yeah. can you reach that self-awareness so for some people it's meditating and for some people it's you know reading and then thinking about what they're reading or some people it's just talking to a friend and like having that friend ask really good questions and like makes you think and just be insightful or, you know, just self-reflection in general. And if you need a therapist to achieve that, and like I went to therapy for the first time last week uh, after we recorded our podcast. Yeah. It was, it was just like cool. Like, and it, he really didn't say much, but he just asked the right questions. I was about to, to say, they will get you on a path. Like, like, like I said, if you, don't have a lot of money but you really do want to start therapy right now and you think about how much it's going to cost long term don't think about like that think about it maybe you just need to go to a few sessions get the way of thinking jogging the right way and you might be able to do that on your own after that they just get your brain moving in a different direction to analyze things better and deeper and it's also carving out special time for you to do that because i think that what happens is we'll have like spurts here and there where we'll think of something but you know you're at work or you're like driving somewhere or like you're at a co- like just a momentary you're like oh shit but you just let it let it roll mm-hmm. and you never like return back to that thought or like you don't really take time to like delve into self-reflection but it's like when you go to therapy you're carving out an hour like this is when I'm gonna do it absolutely and that's really important so whatever you do if it's meditating reading just carving out time to like I don't know be with yourself and like you know examine why you're doing the things that you're doing it's important it's very fucking important 
Um, in an absolutely unrelated segue, like all the way. So is it a segue, really? It's not. It's just a change subject completely. I want to congratulate our fave Guapdad 4000. He is now a Grammy nominated rapper. They announced the nominations for the 2020 Grammys today, uh, Wednesday, November 20th. And he was has been nominated with his peers for the Dreamville compilation album, which has been nominated for um, best rap album. Uh, and shout out to YBN Corday, who is also uh, nominated for best rap album. I've met him a couple times around the way. Super super cool dude, and a few of my homies produced on his album, so they're now Grammy nominated producers as well. So Marissa. shout out to all of them. Yeah, I have like Grammy nominated friends, and I actually live in a home with, a Grammy. with another Grammy nominated friend. So. Um, Honestly, yeah. Shout out. I have a lot of Grammy nominated friends. That's really fucking cool. Are you going to become Grammy nominated? I will become Grammy nominated. Carol was pushing me yesterday to start writing songs again. Like, obviously for like other people, not myself. And I'm like, I really need to start. I think you should. Yeah. Especially like listening to like the Thought Box um, remix. Did you hear this shit with Youngberg put together with a lot of female rappers? It's so cool. He did it originally with male rappers, I guess, a while ago. You're also putting me onto music. I like I it. I know. And, who are um, you? What have you been doing? I you've don't been going know. out? You've been... I, who am I? I'm wearing less of going out more, you know? I don't know. <laughs> okay, drink. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> but speaking of none of that, too, Chicks Tape 5, since we talked about it last week, tell me, did you listen? I did listen to a handful of songs. Did you listen to Take You Down? Take yeah, The yes, Takedown yes. or The Take? It, I didn't like love it. Really? Okay, well, because like Take You Down is such a good song. You know how sometimes like you have a song and you're like, I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Because you want to sing it the way that you want to sing it. And then you're like, wait. That's why I'm actually glad he didn't do any songs that I really, really loved. Because then that, that is true. Although he remixed the Yes Sir one. He remixed the Pretty Ricky track. And he just did it so cool that I it doesn't make me miss the original because it's so close to the original too though and then like I mean a lot of the other song I never you know I've never been a big R&B girl so a lot of the tracks I never liked the original so I don't like the new version either but the take or I think it's called the take the take you down remix or whatever I love that song I love it because CV just had the cutest lisp in that song oh I don't I didn't actually, and I didn't dislike it originally, but I didn't care for it originally. Hands down, the best Chris Brown song for um, me. I love it. Okay, I don't have a favorite Chris Brown song, but <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So that's one of my faves. But Yes Sir is definitely like my favorite on the album. That's the Pretty Ricky remix. Then the Chris Brown one is like a strong. I really contender. like the T Pain one too. The T Pain, like, yeah. It's just a bop. It's yeah, because I listened to it when I was leaving here the other day on my way to therapy, but. When you're leaving Marissa's house, there's like a lot of like curves and like canyons and stuff. So you yeah. can drive fast and it's really fun. And or you could not because you can also probably die. That's true. Fuck. Like, I know, but like, live life. I don't know. I'm um, not really that reckless of a driver. I'm actually really, really safe. So when I say drive fast, I mean like drive fast for me, which is probably normal for everyone else. Okay. Um, Anything uh, else? No, I was just reading something. Uh, we don't. But, um, I mean, I guess we could finish now. It's like 50 minutes. I really want to get back into smoking weed and eating food. I feel like we owe the people more. Marissa, what else can I get out of you? <laughs> okay. Um, we were I, talking about Fetty Wap when I walked in the door. We were. So currently, Fetty Wap is already getting a divorce. He wait, did. wait, 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 wait. I didn't know this part. Yeah. What? 
So, you know, Fetty what? has like 14 baby moms. I'm making that number up, it's but eight. it's it's very close. Yeah, eight, I think it's eight sounds right. seven to nine range. Yeah, I agree with you. And um, obviously he always dates women and he has like, you know, a couple down ass bitches that have been there since the start. I think that girl's name is Yaya. She's like always in and out of the picture. She lives in Jersey. Then there was the first baby mom, Reese. Then that was that was his son. That's my favorite one. Then there was the second baby mom, Leger, and she had his first daughter. Then I believe Masika Kalisha, or, or whatever her name is, had uh, the second daughter. Then I think, what's her name? Leger, Leger got pregnant again. Then she had a boy with him. Then Turquoise, my, my Yeah, name. then there's like two bitches in Florida that had popped out kids around the same time. Then they said Alexis guy, but it turns out that's not actually his kid, but he, like, steps up because... Whoa, wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, like, did an interview, and he said it's not his biological, but he'll step up, like, because... He was there. Yeah. That's really fucked up to just be like, bye. Yeah. Oh, so that's not his kid? Apparently, according to him. But so, um, despite all of these things, some woman met him this year and was just like, fuck it, okay, I'll marry you. And so that went south. Um, The Shade Room posted today that within a week... One week of their marriage, um, he already like completely changed, and she wants she wanted to file for divorce since then, and that he's abusive mentally, physically, and emotionally. And um, where have I been? In today this she was like drama? beefing online with his with Masika. Yeah, that was weird because Masika was mad that she posted a picture of the kid, and like at first I'm like, I, I don't know that whole shit is weird to me. The posting a picture of your kid thing. Like, why? No, I don't think that. I, I personally don't think anybody should be posting pictures of anybody's kid. Yeah. asking permission. I guess I don't know the context of how she posted it. If it was overt, like, yeah, here's a kid. But um, if he was just in a picture, I don't see why that's that serious. She's going to be around your kid. That's the, hus- the wife of right. the thing. So, I don't know. But... That's why y'all can't be out here dealing with people with kids, you guys, because these motherfuckers always have horrible baby moms, and it's just trash situations, and to avoid all of that, um, yeah, so that's what she's going through, and- um, Wait, so they're getting a divorce. She said in various social media posts today, yes, that, you know, she was bamboozled, essentially, she can admit that she was wrong. why want to get married to her? I feel like he- he-, he I've met many people like him in my lifetime. He seems like he's one of those like super lover boys that gets swept up in the first few weeks and then he's over it. And so it was just probably like an extreme sweep up. She probably was like really, 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 really dope. And so he was like, nah, fuck it. This is just it. And then like every other time he was like, yeah. eh, wait, no, eh, never mind. Yeah. Uh, 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 all right. And then here we are. It just lasted way shorter than you would assume it would to like someone that much to get married that That's fast. what I'm trying to wrap my head like, around. He must and have I feel really like he has to have people her. stand behind him and right. be like, don't do this. Ex- no, no, he doesn't. Oh. It's like, I mean, he's already on child number 43, so no one's yeah, telling him stuff. Yeah, that just like, happens. Like, getting married is a whole different thing. Like, you have to, like, sign documents. Like, you know, and it has I mean, to involve money. And this woman seems very well-spoken well and stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe he just wasn't worried on that financial front because perhaps she has her own too. Like she seems very mature and smart from her posts and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just like his ultimate display of love. Obviously there's something 
something about her that made him... Well, not even. I was going to say there's something about him. There's something dying for love or affection on his side that he's already had this many children, this many relationships, this many situations. So it must have been something that he thought, some type of love he thought he could get and, you know, maybe wanted to do the ultimate display of I love you back here, let me marry you kind of thing. Like, and obviously, like we said, that didn't, didn't go as planned, but um, I mean, it's the same shit. Like, look at Sierra and Future. It was the same thing. Like, oh, that I don't now you want to go be public and with Sierra and you love her and yeah. you're giving her a baby. And then, you know, as soon as shit really is about to get real, real, he hits the shit as the fan and he's out. So I think a lot of these boys are like that. They're like in love with the idea, the fantasy, and then they get it. And they're like, I can't really handle this. Let me just go back to the toxic life that I like to lead. Fuck you guys. <laughs> On that note, I'm going. I'm really fucking starving and I'm getting frustrated. So, M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com, at Marissa Explains, at Joyce Adams, at Marissa Mendez. We love you guys and I pray. Can you guys all put a prayer up so that we will be back in our studio soon so we can get the vibes back up? Thank you. Yeah, we need to reach better morale. For real. <laughs> love you all. Bye. Bye.